Okay, so we're one week away from the Super Bowl. And only the NFL can upstage their own biggest game of the year by what's going on in the past like couple of weeks. We've had Sean Payton retire, Ben Roethlisberger retire, Tom Brady retires. But then the biggest blockbuster was Brian Flores and his uh, lawsuit against the National Football League for unfair or sham interviews and, and hiring practices of the National Football League. So I'm sure everybody's read about the Rooney Rule, but if you don't know what it was, it was put in place about 20 years ago because of the fact that the National Football League's hiring of minority candidates was very poor, like it still is now. Nothing's really changed with this rule. When it first came into effect, you had to interview. Um, you didn't even have to interview anybody in person. You could even do the interviews by phone. That's how like broad it was. It was just like, hey, just call somebody. We'll do an interview. It got amended to say you have to bring in somebody external outside of your offices, outside of the building. Let's work with the team. You have to bring in and interview them in person. No more phone interviews and that, that whole bit. But are those interviews also are supposed to be in good faith that when you interview me, you're really thinking about hiring me for this job, not just doing it because you're told to do this interviews. And that's what Brian Flores in his lawsuit, if I'm correct, yeah. right, is alleging yeah. that I'm going for these interviews and guys are already being hired yeah. for, for jobs. I mean, case in point, the Giants hire Brian Dayball, but on Tuesday, I think it was, okay, but they so bring in Brian Flores for an interview on Thursday, knowing all well and good that, yeah, we're going to interview you, Brian, but you're not, you don't stand a chance. The Minnesota Vikings brought in Patrick Graham, who was a defensive Giants coordinator defensive for the Giants, who yeah. now went to the Raiders, did a nine-hour interview with this guy. Mm -hmm. They even did a mock press conference to see how he'd react because one of the biggest things they say about candidates who don't get the job is they don't interview well. Right. And Tony uh, Dungy has come out and said, look, I got that all the time when I went in for interviews, that you, you're really good, we really like you, but there's just something lacking in the interview. So he brought up one story, general manager of a team he wouldn't give the name of, said, hey, what would you do to motivate your players? What I want somebody that's going to motivate. And he goes, look, I, I'm going to be like my father raised me. I'm going to tell him, we're going to work hard. I love you. You know, I mean, that's how I am. I'm going to tell you I love you. We're going to work together as a team. And the GM told him, "You'll never. it'll never work. That'll never work in the National Football League. You've got to be hard on these guys. you got to be, and he said, i got to be, basically, he said, i got to be me. I have to do what I think is right. I can't change because you want me to change. If you want to ask my opinion, this is my opinion. He subsequently got a job, Tony Dungy, won a Super Bowl, and that GM said to him, hey, you know what, maybe i got to rethink. Maybe I was wrong. The approaches have to be look at the person and see how they are and how that you can relate to players, especially now, I think, even more so. You can't be a hard-butt guy to these players now. I don't think they're going to respond as much as they do to a guy that's going to have dialogue with him. Well, you know, we, we talked about that not you too know? long ago, is that that's not really a good management style. Anymore. No, it's not. I mean, I get, like, you know, football's tough and rough and old school, but if you're going to bring in, and, and basically the other part of the, the lawsuit, which is, it's not bad enough just what he was saying about the hiring practices, but the other part is that the owner of the Dolphins, Stephen Ross, was offering him money to lose games to get a be better draft pick. And then so, use that 
if he had a bad record, to fire him to get another coach. Exactly. And he said because Brian Flores alleged, now this is all allegedly, I'm not yes, you yes. know saying, he said that caused the toxic work environment at, at with the Dolphins because he didn't follow along what the Dolphins owner wanted to do. First it was tank for Tua. Yes. Right, remember? We want Tua. Tua's yeah. going to come in, and he was the Alabama quarterback. Yeah. But then he alleges that the owner fell in love with Joe Burrow, who was now going to the Super Bowl with the Bengals. And he said, we got to get this guy. You have to lose games. 100000 bucks. take the time off. He's. This is all allegedly, of course, because it's until witnesses come to verify it or okay, right. the NFL is going to investigate it, which here's the other thing about this. The NFL goes... They get the lawsuit half hour later after looking at it. They go, there's absolutely no merit to this lawsuit, but we will investigate. So if you're coming out and saying there's no merit to this lawsuit, right. then what, how, what kind of investigation are you going to give about this? Because look at what's going on with the Washington commanders now. With, commanders, yeah. What's go, with the toxic work environment that Daniel Snyder, the... You know, the uh, owner of the team was allegedly doing and saying and doing inappropriate things to women that work there and even some men that work there and, and, and being kind of a toxic work environment. The NFL investigates it, comes up. The only thing that came out of it was John Gruden getting fired, which mm-hmm. had nothing to do with what was going on. It's and a team he never coached. A team he never coached. They just found the emails? But was that it? The, the, like, right. They found, you know, the the, the inve- so. And with, with the rub with that one, is that investigation is not even going to be made public. No. Because you know what's on there would look bad for the NFL. Right. So the NFL is allowing the Washington commanders now to keep that lawsuit. To keep that lawsuit. To keep the he, investigation. He has the ability, private. from what I understand, to not let it go public, even though he's the subject of the investigation because he's one of the owners of the National Football League. Because the, the owners are the commissioner's boss in the NFL. Right. It's not the commi- it's right. totally the other way. When you're paid $60 million a year, basically, you're going to do whatever the owners tell you to do on that. that that's the way it works. It's, it's not, he's the face of the NFL as far as in the, the Park Avenue offices, mm-hmm. but he's run by 32 owners of these teams to tell him, we're going to do what we're going to do. They, and here's the other crazy thing. They put out what a 200-page document about the Flategate, which, when you think of it in hindsight, the balls are supposed to be this and that, but nothing's coming out about what's going on in Washington football team, which I'll still call them because I think it's better than the commanders, or what's going on with now they're saying, oh, we have to change our diversity the way we hire. Troy Vincent, who's worked in the, in the league offices, former player, says it's been bad for a long time. It's got to change. But I have a scenario, and I want to throw it out to you guys. So let's say the Denver Broncos are for sale. $4 billion is the price tag that it's going for, right? That's the, cause the, is that for real? <clears throat> that's the truth. That's true. They're, they're on, on sale for because the, the Boland family can't come to a decision on who should run the team. So rather than making this two people from the, you know, the, the family is going to buy the team, they're just saying, you know what, we're going to sell it because we can't come up with consensus who can run it. So the team is for sale for $4 billion. But here's the thing. Let's say, now they don't have, they have a head coach. Only Daniel, $4 billion for one team? $4 I mean, billion. Only $4 billion? Well, just think about it. A video game company, Activision, uh, and just got bought for $68 
billion dollars. It's going to be one of the yeah, biggest. You think about the more global reach of a video game, then you yeah. know more people play video games worldwide, and you know yeah, it's going to watch the Denver yeah. game. And they're also just quickly like the Activision too. There's like 26 studios. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so right. yeah. so the one and the Broncos aren't the top franchise in the NFL either for so yeah, I guess four, I yeah, like only for, but, yeah. but four billion. Okay, so now they have a head coach already. Now here's where the scenario I have. Let's say they don't have a head coach. The Broncos don't have a coach. They get sold. Now, I buy this man or woman, multi-zillionaire buys the team. Jeff Bezos wants in. And Jeff Bezos wants in, or, or you know, Bill Gates or whatever. Or, you but know, Jeff Bezos Oprah does want in. Right? Yeah, he does. I mean, let's say Oprah with her billions says, you know what, I want to buy a football team. I, I want to buy a football team. Now, Sean Payton, I mentioned, is retired. Now, I buy this football team for $4 billion, and I see Sean Payton, white coach, Won a Super Bowl, offensive genius-minded guy, right? Now, I just spent $4 billion, $5 billion for the team. Now, with this Rooney rule, if I hire him right away, I'm the league is going to come down on me in one way, right? They're going to say, well, you didn't interview anybody else. You just made a deal with Sean Payton. If I interview people, knowing that it might come out that I already have a deal with Sean Payton, but I have to do these sham interviews. How do you get like? How do you tell me as an owner coming into the league and spending four or five billion dollars for the team that why don't because these guys did wrong? These men and women that own these teams did wrong. Why do I have to follow that rule? I just paid five billion dollars for this for this franchise. Let's say I want to hire the best coach that I think is out there. But if I interview African American coaches. And I don't hire them, and if it's found out, they'll say, well, it's a sham. But if I want to hire the man I want to hire to run my football team, I'm just being honest with you and above board. Now, is that wrong that that, that new owner could do that? I mean, we already have, I'm, I'm just saying the Broncos, but they already have a coach. But what if someone does that for another team? Let's say somebody buys the Carolina Panthers and says, man, I can get Sean Payton here. I can do whatever. But... And Sean Payton agrees. Let's say they offer him $15 million a year. Says, hey, Sean, you know, I got, I got a deal. I talked to your agent. I know you want to take a year off. Okay, whatever. We'll just put a, like the Texans did with yeah. David Culley, right? Mm-hmm. They bring him in. Their best player, Deshaun Watson, because of his off-the-field things that he happened with massages and how women are bringing these lawsuits against him and what happened. They hire this man. The team played fairly well. I got to give him credit. They lost Tyrod Taylor, their their starting quarterback. And then look what happens. The guy gets one year with a crappy team, $17 million deal he got. Okay, but you got to go. You're no good. But you gave him no team to work with. Right. You know, so would he rather be hire a sacrificial coach and then bring in Sean Payton a year later? Or any other white head coach that you might want to bring in? See, this is where the rule makes no sense to me because it's you can't have a rule, basically. It should just be give everybody a fair and equal opportunity is what is being said, I think. To say you have to have a rule, but you could still go in mind and interview these men and, okay, he did really well, but I'm still going to hire the guy I'm going to hire. You know, so it's kind of weird that you, it's unfortunate you have to have the rule in the beginning that people just don't, 
on the base of your color, they just don't think that you're capable of doing the job. Like Eric Bieniemy can't get a head coaching job in the National Football League when they're looking at uh, the offensive coordinator for the, the Cowboys. Um, Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore is getting and. Let's be honest. The Cowboys' offense wasn't didn't no, light didn't not, light things he's up. He's not more qualified there, right? Maybe, no. But he's getting interviews in Miami and certain places. But to my point, like, what? How? How do you even solve if this? If an kind owner of wants to hire somebody, they're going to hire somebody, right? And it doesn't matter if the Rooney Rule is in place, right? And they could follow it in the in the letter, but are they following it in the spirit? I think is what you're at. like, right? Like, right? Are they actually so? The reason why the lawsuit got brought up against the Giants, against the Dolphins, against the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Brian, Because these are places Brian Flores was the head coach and then other places he's interviewed. The Broncos right. in 2019, the Giants this year, and obviously the Dolphins just fired him. Right. He found the reason, part of the reason why he brought up this lawsuit was when Brian Dable was hired as head coach of the Giants, he gets, Brian Flores gets a text from Bill Belichick right. saying congratulations, Brian. They're both Brian. This is the most relatable Bill Belichick's ever been. He texted the wrong guy. <laughs> right, right. Because both of them used to work for him. Right. He texted congratulations, Brian. I hear you got the job. Right. This was before the interview process took you know played itself out. This is before. Um, this is before they interviewed they, the Giants complied with the Rooney Rule to bring in some other candidates. This is before the full interview process took place. And it was already pretty clear. I mean, anybody who was watching was pretty clear. Brian, I thought Brian Dable was going to get the job from the right. beginning. It's because they brought in a guy from the Buffalo Bills. It was pretty obvious Brian Dable being the Bills offense coordinator, having the relationship with Joe Shan, that Dable was going to get the job. Right. But if there was a number two, it was probably Brian Flores. There right. were reports that Brian Flores was the choice of Mara, but Shan wanted to bring in Dable. Right. So there was some suspense there, I guess. Right. But again, I, I thought that it was pretty clear Dable was going to get the job. However, Belichick texts Brian Flores, congratulations, Brian, on getting the job. And Brian right. Flores is like, for, he's excited at first. Yeah. And he's like, wait a second, I haven't interviewed. You know yeah. something I don't. Right. And then he realizes it he was supposed like, to oh, go to Brian Dable. I yes. texted the wrong guy. I texted the wrong guy. So to bring up to, to your question then, you know, unfortunately this rule clearly hasn't been of any benefit because None. there's precise there is exactly one black coach in the NFL now. And right. it's Mike Tomlin who might be you can make an argument is the best coach in the NFL. He's he's been in the co- right. league for fifteen years as a head coach. He's never had a losing season. Right. Nobody's been in the head nobody's been in that job that long has never had a losing season. Right. And that speaks to how good you have to be as a black coach to not lose your job. Right. He might he's at worst in the top at worst, he's a top five head coach in the league. Oh, yeah. At worst, top five. And there was even talks at some point this year that if the steel if the Steelers missed the playoffs, that he'd be out. he might have gotten fired. Which That's by the right. way, the job he had to do to keep the, that Steelers team competitive yep. with all the injuries, with Ben Roethlisberger, as you mentioned, retiring. Right. The job he had to do to keep that team competitive mm-hmm. was unbelievable. He's, he's going to be Coach of the Year candidate. And one thing he did, too, was keep Antonio Brown that whole time in line, yeah. which is, you know, we've seen what he's done on other teams, how much he's jumped around and straight up left. So, yeah, he's... Yeah. 
and so what that speaks to and what the problem is and what's and what, what I think you, the quite real question you posed that is about real power in the mm-hmm. NFL and most of the power in the NFL is white and so if most of the owners are white you know a lot of times you hire people and this is not I'm not saying any rain owners are racist that's not what I'm saying no but people tend to hire with people they're comfortable with yeah and white owners will tend to hang out with a lot of white people yeah. and then they'll tend to hire a lot of white people. Yeah. And so as a result of that, you tend to get more GMs who are white, more head coaches that are white. And that's just the truth of it. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I'm not alleging anything wrong with people's hearts or minds, right. but let's be really clear about it. They do have a problem. There is a problem when there's only one black coach in the NFL right. and he's a maybe a top five coach and you have people like Brian Flores who are hired to lose games and then you use those losses as a pretext to fire him right when he did a good job in Miami there was I remember that season Dominique Foxworth goes on ESPN and says the way that the Dolphins were tanking basically that you're tanking for two as you brought up right he goes on ESPN and says this is unethical right you're gonna get people hurt and he was right yeah they were trying to lose games right and that team that was trying to go 0 and 16 mm. wound up winning five games right. because they had a pretty good coach yep. that got that team to overperform. And so where we wind up in a situation now is where we might likely we ve- very well might start next season with one black coach. Right. And I don't know how you fix it because the Rooney rule has led to these interviews that are shams where Flores is going into a situation right. where he's being hired just to check a box where yep. Jim Caldwell has mentioned, I've been hired, been interviewed multiple times to check a box. Right. Who was a great coach for the Lions, got into the playoffs and then he gets fired. And then he too. gets fired. I mean, he, Jim Caldwell, if you want to look, the guy has a winning record with the Lions. Right. A winning record with the lo- that's almost impossible. Exactly. And he gets fired. Yep. And so and he gets fired from Matt Patricia. And he doesn't get another job. No, and he can't get where, another job. Where a lot of white coaches and I'm not, you know, whatever, let's be honest about it, get fired. Like Mike Zimmer is getting fired got fired from the Vikings, says, mm-hmm. I want to coach again. But based on your record, like why are you a better candidate? But yeah, I'm sorry, Zach. Well, well no, just the only thing is do you think and I don't want to, you know, speak out of school, but if this coach for the Dolphins was white, do you think he'd be asked to do this hundred thousand dollars to lose? Would he be viewed as expendable as this? I, coach I, I don't think. It, I, I think that's. I don't think it's the fact that this color mattered at that point. I think what matters is that he stood up to the owner, yes. and it caused this toxic relationship. To say this, if this, if the owner, because let's face it, the owner is a billionaire. When a billionaire wants something, billionaire gets something. You're damn right. And when he's told, well, I can't do that, allegedly. I'm not saying this is, you know, whatever. These still have to be proven. But I'm saying, look, if I've just spent $4 billion for a team, we'll, we'll, we, we use the Dolphins. And I say, I want that guy because all my life I've been rich. I've gotten whatever I wanted. I've got the big yacht. I've got the big house. I've got whatever I want. I got the government in my pocket. I, got I the donate go- them. I give them money. Right. And they give me land. Whatever, I mean, land right. I get deals made. I get deals made because of my money. Be a woman or a man. If you've got a lot of money, you're going to be able to do better than somebody who doesn't have it. That's the way it is. So 
the fact that he was uh, African American, I don't think mattered for that. I think the bigger thing that matters, if it's true, and it's and I'm not taking anything away, but now that the NFL is married to gambling, like you guys were talking about before we started, yeah, there's seven different gambling sites that are that the NFL is partnering with. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they want the threat? I mean, they get on referees for for bad calls, thinking, "Well, there goes my fifty grand I might just have won, or there goes my super my twenty five dollars I would have won." If if they think there's any improprieties in the, in in the way that the NFL has opened up the gambling now, not even the fact that the way the hiring practices have been horrible, they can't even solve that. But if they if this alleged allegations are true, that's going to throw a complete Wrench if anything is going to get Ross to lose his team, here's the real sad truth. Right. If anything is going to get Ross to lose the team, it's not the the racism the allegations. Nope. It's nothing. It's not, you know what's going to get him to lose his team. If anything, it's that he was having his coach throw games. Try to throw because a football now game. you're messing with the NFL. Yeah, you're money, talking about and he'll be the sack. That's when you'll get a critical mass of owners absolutely. to say he's got to go. That will it's get not going to be the racism. That's not going to be it. That won't. It'll matter. be that. We'll and that's it. because there's everybody else is involved in it. It's everybody that's ever bet on a game for the Dolphins, against the Dolphins all the time. Let's say these allegations are true. And I'm just saying it they're true. You can have gamblers that bet on the Dolphins say, wait a minute. I went to a legal site. I bet. And this guy's admitting he threw games? Mm-hmm. Where, where, hello? Where's my compensation then? This guy's admitting he tanked. Now, it's not the first time an owner like has tanked because... Um, Mark Cuban once said, "Hey, look, when our when we were out of the playoffs, we played all our guys, sure, that were not our starters because we wanted a better draft pick." And the National Basketball Association fined them, fined them six hundred thousand dollars for saying that in an interview. But he admitted it that right. look, I'm not playing my top players. But well, in the the NBA too, it's also different because they have a lottery system. They do. Where if you miss the playoffs. Each of the 14 teams that don't make the 14 or 13 teams that miss the playoffs, you enter a pool. Now, if you're the worst team, you get more ping pong balls balls. in the lottery to get that first pick. But it's not like you're the worst team, you're guaranteed that first. So they do try to control against it better than in the NFL, where it's strictly you have the worst record, you You get get the first pick, pick. and you're slotted. Upwards, right. after you know, it's, it works upwards from worst team in the league to Super Bowl champion. And to your point too, look at what the the Seventy Sixers did and the process. The process, yes. They were like, well, we're not going to get, we're going to be bad. Our our process here's how we're going to get our team better. We're going to be bad for a few years to get the best picks we can get. Right. That, but they were saying we're not tanking. Right. We're just not going to spend a lot of money and get players to come in here. We're going to do by draft picks and, and doing it that way. But it's a process. It's not a tanking thing. And But here's the thing, right? There is an argument to be made to tank because you want to get the best. You, you want If you're in a franchise that's bad, right. the way the leagues are set up, you'd rather be really bad right. so that way you can go to the front of the line to get the best players right. coming in. Right. So from an organizational perspective, I get it. And whether it's said from owner to coach, you know where it's happening oh, yeah. and you know where it's not. Yeah. The problem with what happened here with the Brian Flores situation, to me, is not so much that they were tanking. It's that they then told him to tank and then used a bad record to go get him to fired. To go get him fired. When his team, three years in a row, 
you can argue, way overperformed. So based on the roster that they had and what they gave him, and they said, you got to lose games, and he did his best, right. and they still wound up winning because he's a good coach, right. and he got the team to play, and then they said, you're not good enough, we're firing you. Right. Now, I understand him being pissed at oh, that. Oh, of course. I understand it. And let's be clear, too, about to your point, to touch on another thing with this situation, because you used another scenario, but it's pretty clear that the Ross, Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, wanted Jim Harbaugh. So he wanted mm-hmm. to fire Flores to bring in Jim Harbaugh. Right. So he was going to check all the boxes he needed to, go through all the interviews, go through all the BS, right. to end up with Jim Harbaugh's our guy. They were doing right. this coordinated dance. I'm not interested. And then he interviewed with the Vikings. Vikings. Oh, now I'm interested. If this didn't happen, I guarantee you Harbaugh was going to wind up in Miami. Yep. So then... And what, wants just to, just one sorry, more point, I apologize about that. And I, I'll, but the other problem with too with this, where, where I really don't like what the Dolphins did, beyond telling him to lose and then firing him for them not being good enough, the smear campaign they put out on him after, Absolutely. true or not, they played into every, and I'll, I, this I do have to say, they played into every racist trope about black guys. He's angry. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. They used all the tropes, yep. took off all the boxes. He's all angry. He doesn't know how to... You know, he doesn't work well with people. Can't play well with Can't others. Can't play well with <laughs> others. Exactly. They used every single smear in the book right. to make him look like the bad guy. And they, there were racial tones to it. And that was what was BS about and, this. And the big thing that they, and I don't mean to cut you off, but the biggest thing they say about Brian Flores, anybody that's ever talked about the guy say he's a man of principle. Yep. So he's going to do what he thinks is right regardless of what somebody is telling him to do. If you go in and say you got to lose, he's going to say no. That's not the way he loves football. He, he he swears by football. He says it's given him everything he's had in his life. So why would a man who's dedicated his life to the sport, that's assistant coach, to finally get a head coaching job, knowing how difficult it is first to be an African-American to get a job, want to besmirch his character by saying, yeah, okay, I'll lose. And there's no guarantee that if he tanked, like what Steven said, that if they got Joe Burrow, he'd still be coaching Joe Burrow. He could have been like, okay, we're gonna come. We got a whole new quarterback now coming in. We got the guy I want, but Brian, thanks for doing what you did, but you're out anyway. I mean, so there's no guarantee that even if he tanked, because look what happened. They they were close to getting to the playoffs this year, and then he got he got the boot. So mm-hmm. go figure, Zach. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Well, I I just I mean I think that there's this is a microcosm of what happens in the country overall. You know there is there is institutionalized things that created this, and it's it's. You know, there is no quick fix to this. The only way you could fix it is by having more representation at the ownership level yes. and, and higher. But that's that's very that's near right. That like like how, how do you grapple with that? I don't think that any you know I don't want to speak for black coaches or anything like that. But I don't right. think anyone wants tokenism or I'm here because of this right. or that. But no. like there, there's got to be a certain way to what you want is a fair shot. That's all anybody wants. Exactly. Man or woman. And that goes into an interview. My whole problem with the Giants interview process, just in just step back for a second, right? Right. Dave Bowles is a fine coach. I got I, I don't have a problem with the hire per se. Right. But the Giants interviewed who they interviewed to end up with, yeah, Dave Bowles our guy. Right. My problem was they didn't talk to Eric Bianami. They didn't talk to but they didn't even interview them. No. Because the GM who they hired Wanted Brian Dable, so he goes in. He probably told Mara in the interview process, yeah. "Hey, I can I'm get a Buffalo this guy. guy. You hire good. me. I'm bringing him." And I think that they look. 
I'm not, I wasn't there. But I think anybody who watched it, when they hired a guy from Buffalo, right. they're you bringing knew, in yeah. Dable. And then so what they did was they interviewed, okay, we're going to interview Dan Quinn. Right. Uh, Cowboys defensive coordinator. Right. We're going to interview, you know. Leslie you know, Frazier. We'll interview Leslie like Frazier. We'll interview Brian Flores. Right. And then we'll say, you know what? After speaking to these candidates, right. our guy is B- Brian Dable. Right. This offensive genius where he's a good offensive coordinator. I'm not taking anything away from him. No. But he's not but, better than Eric Bieniemy. But He's not better than Byron Leftwich. And they didn't even talk to them. But we don't know what this guy's going to do as a head coach. That's why I love sometimes when in the papers they go, um, or I'm reading articles. Hey, let's grade the coaches they've hired. Right. It's like going in to take a test and you've already got your grade, but you've never, you didn't study for it. You didn't even have to take it. Well, How do we know that this offensive coordinator, Brian Dayball, or any great coach, is going to become a great coach just because we think, oh, he's better than the guy we had before? I would give Brian Dayball an A if we're judging him against Joe Judge. And I'd he, give Melissa in a hired against your exactly judge because I would trust you, Melissa, to run the offense. Because you know why she'd get she'd probably and hire people around her or like whatever. I don't want like don't judge me before I've done something. You know what I mean? Not throwing Joe judging, but let me do my job first and then grade me on how I'm going to do. Not because I'm white, not because I'm black. And, you know, we can't forget Ron Rivera, who's Mexican and Puerto, yes. Puerto Rican, who I, I guess the NFL considers that a minority, too. So yes. maybe if you want to in their thing, yes. there's two coaches, yes. we could say, right. out of 32 teams, right. which is what? 2% of the league? Oh, wow, I'm so bad with math. But my point is, if I do, though, like from one side, can you really tell me who I have to hire? Because the practicing have been so bad, though. Yeah, no. It, See, no, that's what this Rooney but, Rule but drives me crazy. It, about. It's it, it it. There has to be like, and it it's not going to happen in the NFL currently. But there has to be a cultural shift that comes at every single level because a rule on its own is not going to change anything. No, right? it's, it's because not going to change. Right. The, same, the same thing happened at my job. If I'm honest, we got. I mean, not. At all the the institutional side, but let's say we got taken over by another company. They came in. You could interview for positions, but, but you knew damn well they were going to go with the people from. Like they they, I think though that where you go into problems in this one situation was uh, the the GM that came in had a person in their mind. If there was a little bit more transparency, I think with that maybe you lean into that. Say that you know like. We'll obey this rule and all that kind of stuff, but I mean, it seemed like it was a known secret who he was going to go with because of the relationship. I don't think uh, a coach then also would want to walk into something that I'm going to get fired in a year anyway. Right. But like if there's a little bit more, we lack nuance in discussion as it is. Right. I mean, there is a huge racial issue, and especially when you look at the makeup of the players versus the makeup of the leadership of the league. That there has to be more of a, a buy-in and a talk at every level. Right. But, and but assistant I don't know how that's also. Well, right, because who are the head coaching candidates? It's the coordinators. And right. often now the guys that are getting jobs are the offensive coordinators. And right now the guys that are trusted most, for whatever reason, that can develop the quarterbacks, they all seem to think the and, white guys are the geniuses. Look where they're so coming they from. They're coming from the Rams, McVay. Yeah, they keep hiring anybody. The 49ers. Shanahan, yeah, and Lafleur, Packers, uh-huh. and those are the trees that they're pulling from. He's like, yep. oh wow! But if you look, except for the 49ers having Garoppolo, I'm not, not trying to rip Jimmy Garoppolo. The quarterbacks for those teams, 
the Giants did it before. Right, of course. When they hired uh, Ben McAdoo. Yeah, yeah, because he worked with Aaron Rodgers. Right, I mean, right. So, but the thing is, having said that, Eric Bieniemy is working with Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in the NFL. Right. How about Byron Leftwich? The right. job he did. And and it's not like here's where I, here's where it gets me too is it's not just Tom Brady. He had the number one passing offense. I know the Bucks weren't good. Right. But he led the number one passing offense in the NFL right. by statistics the year before Brady got yep. there. Yeah. He knows how to run offenses. Right. Look at and to me I know it was a loss, but look at what he had to do to scheme against the Rams' defensive line without yeah. two of his best offensive linemen, without right. Chris Godwin, and he can't get a head coaching job. I, you know, it just. I think though he's going to get the Tampa Bay job when Arians. I've, I've heard that that's, potentially, and I'm not saying that that's right. That that they're saying he might be the coach and waiting. You know, he'll stay another year and then left, which takes over. But. If another job comes, like you can't promise somebody. Like, like let's say the Saints decide, hey, guess what? We want left. I take the job if I'm left. I'm not going to leave it up to you. Know, them. You never wait for it because no. you never know what tomorrow right. is going to bring. Right, we had said that know. nobody wants to give up a head coaching job. No, unless you know, there's like Sean Payton got burned out or whatever the case may be. He got burned out. He's got, he's not going to coach, but he'll be coaching next year right. for sure, and he'll work in TV or work with a gambling site. And make thirty, forty million dollars in the one year, and then then Jerry Jones will of the Cowboys because that's the rumor he's going to go there in yeah. a year or two, and that's where it'll end up. And I have no problem with it. Like going back to my original point, look, if, if I spend a lot of money, I can't like if I'm a new owner, I can't be blamed for the sins of the past here. What these guys have hired, if I really want Sean Payton and Sean Payton, or let's say Tony Dungy. For another case, Tony Dunny decides I want to come back and coach. Now, he's an African-American head coach, won a Super Bowl. That's living up to every. Now, if, if I did that and said I bought this team and I'm hiring Tony there would be no issue with that because I'm hiring an African-American to take over my football team. But if I do it and buy a football team and say Sean Payton because he's white, you're going to get grief one way or the other from it. Right. Well, again, it speaks to the power dynamics. Exactly. There. You know. Exactly. But to your point, right? Like, yes, Sean Payton. You know, Sean Payton in a way might be a a little bit above scrutiny because you know how good he right. is. Right. I think more That's of a- the problem comes in when it's like, why does this? Okay, Chicago. You really gonna hire the Colts? I can't even pronounce his name. Right, Eberflus or whatever. I'd never heard of. To be totally clear, I never heard of the guy really. Absolutely. Other than you know before, oh, he's okay. Right. But I think the bigger point is relatively mediocre. And I'm a football fan like you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really know who that guy is. No. You never. It never is the case where run of the mill black guy gets the job. No. It's always only. Excellent black guy gets the job. Right. And that's the problem. Where Sean Payton, yes, there would be that backlash. But Sean Payton has proven himself. No, Even I know, but Stephen that's a- why I'm using him though. I understand. As, as a, as a, Stephen A. Smith was talking about the um he was talking about some of the hirings and he even said for the Jaguars, he said, I get the Doug Peterson hiring. He's won a Super Bowl. He's proven himself. Right. And right. so there is like you can recognize it, when you're really good. You deserve it. But right. where the real problem is 
Why does Eberflus get the job? Why do? Why does Kevin O'Connell get the job? Why does? Right. Because they stood next to McVeigh. Yeah. Because they were there. Like, but again, no, I, I never heard of Eberflus. And it's not like the Colts' defense is great. And it's what you said on the podcast before, too. It's tough as a Giants fan, but why did McAdoo and Judge? Yeah, why did Judge? Exactly. Especially Perfect Joe point. Judge. Why does, right. And I think that's Because the, Bill Belichick says but, you should hire him. And that's the bigger problem. It's not just Sean Payton. I do think there would still be, no. particularly in this moment. But nobody would say Sean Payton's not qualified. No. The problem is that Eberflus. Using that as like an example. But, but I, and I think that that's where it's, that's the exception. The rule is a lot more in the everyday. Right. And, and, and that's where it's like, I don't think anyone, and I don't know Sean Payton, but I know the name. I think that right. anyone would say, all right, that guy's. Right, qualified. qualified. Yeah, there's no it, that, it's, that's above. You go, you recognize Sean Payton's in that top five with Tomlin and Belichick oh yeah. and but and I'm, John Harbaugh. But I was just using that to say like how you can circumvent the Rooney Rule if you want to do it. Oh, you, so you're look, you know what? You're circumventing anyway. Right, you're circumventing anyway. But like, if I'm buying this team and I want him, I'm going to get scrutinized though either way. Like, if I hire, let's say, okay, it's Tony Dungy. I made my point up. Like, I'm going to Tony Dungy's my guy. Then I wouldn't have it. it, it, but, it wouldn't but Tony Dungy's greatness is Tony also, Dungy's being, also right. Being that's what that, that's what I'm so, saying. So it's like that's where the problem is. Is is the the league isn't fair in, in no. the middle? And, and, I, and we 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 expect we ask so much more of right people. It, it's like we we have to. It always has to be the. But that's why the rule to me makes the fact that you have to have a rule to say, hey, there's no way you're going to tell somebody spending billions of dollars, and they're they're still going to. Okay, so what are you going to find me? A hundred thousand dollars? What are you going right. to find me? It's like, I mean, you take the team away. You can't take the team away. You can't take a game away. So the fact that it's so that the league has been around for hundreds of years, more than a hundred, and you're you still have to say, hey, you know what, guys, we got to be fair. It's crazy. The but, NFL but you have to do it. The NFL is not immune, as Zach was mentioning, to the other deeper societal issues. No. The NFL is not going to. The NFL tries to say we're a moral institution, but it's not. Right. The NFL is reactive to what's going on. The NFL right. basically made sure Ka- Colin Kaepernick got out. You know, right. his message, you know, they silenced him. But then the second. You know, there's uprisings over racial inequality, and then they put in and racism in the end zone. In the end zone. You know what I mean? Or so, the, we, stand or, up against know, hate on your stand, helmet. Stand up okay. against hate. Right. You know what I mean? So they, they, they are they're not leaders on anything. No. And so they put in the, the, the Rooney rule and thinking it's going to make a difference. But the owners, other than, you know, there's... The Steelers, basically. Right. Like Who, who were going to hire Russ Grimm. But when Tomlin did the interview, he blew them away, and they said, "You know what? We got to go with this kid. He's younger. He's smart. Mm-hmm. We we like this guy." But th- that is the exception rather than the rule, as, but, as but far a, as it a, goes. A rule is only as powerful as its enforcing mechanism. So if if if, if all you're going to do is get a fine or a little bit of egg on your face, you can move right. past that in no time. So the rule really carries no weight. No, it, there's no way to enforce. You could put it. a name of the rule. You could do whatever you want to do. But people are going to do what they're going to do, and that's just the way it is. And you're not going to tell anybody that's a billionaire what you have to do. And what can and and to to the to the point too, like what can the NFL do? Say you have to hire this guy. Right. They can't. Right. So, and again, I'm not saying I I don't know the solution because I don't think there because really there is, is one. You have to isn't. change hearts and minds. And I you know, to me, again, I go. It's not it's not so much the Sean Paytons. It's like the 
Why do Eberflusses get no. the jobs and Byron Leftwich and Bienemy don't? But uh, you can't tell me there's not something going on there when and it even I goes guess. down to the player position too, because it's like like you said they want Kaepernick out of the league. So he was out, but he could have been a starter somewhere. Like, you of look course. at why was Blake Bortles and Ryan Fitzpatrick still quarterbacks. Exactly. The same thing with Cam Newton. How can I was watching teams when Cam Newton was, uh, like, you know, cut from the Patriots, and you're watching some of these guys, like, how is he not having a starting position in the league? And over right. and th- but they 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 do a thing where they say the narrative of Cam Newton he's crazy you know he he's eccentric right. he likes to be Superman you know like it's that, all but these it's words like, yeah. that they use right just really just to say he's a black guy yeah. and I hate to go there but that's just where it's like oh right why is where and anywhere was Cam Newton a problem in the locker room. He no. never was, and if you look at what he did in Carolina, he was great with kids' charities, and he did all these things. Absolutely, he, what because he celebrated his in the training end zone? camps at New England when he was there were great. He was throwing passes to fans in between plays. I know. Right. Yet, yet, and and this is just the, the leagues. You know, we're, we're all talking about this. Uh, I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers was a pill constantly, right. and he was called an enigmatic. He's kind of a genius. Like it was like he right, was cast yeah, as. Right, he's got right. a beautiful mind. He's got a beautiful right, mind. Yeah. Yet yeah. Why, why is this man who's so toxic? Well, think of it. Yeah, it, exactly. It, it, it's it. It's not. It's not. Not a thing. Right. It, and it, it's it, the bigger. Again, it's a bigger societal problem than the NFL. And no Rooney Rule, unfortunately, is going to change it. No. So I think it. I could even say I think it's well intentioned. I don't. I don't. But like. But it's been well. It's just embarrassing that you have to have a rule, and that it was only twenty years ago too that started. That's like you have to interview because like nobody is hiring. Twenty years later, is you that you have to be more transparent to oversight bodies that the interviews are for real, and you need to. You cannot hire people and say. Maybe a situation, and I don't know this was the case, but it did feel like it was when the Giants hired Shen, and I told you this. I told like, look. I think that they're going to hire Dable. Not saying that's my. Well, you can even I just see it because when you follow on their social media, they always post who they're giving an interview to and who gets a second interview. And even like, and this isn't even you knew it was going to come from the from the Bills because five or three out of the five people they interviewed were Bills offensive, defensive, and like what, like uh, another like coordinator yeah, from the yeah. Bill. You know, that's another thing you know going in. The guy was a hired GM from. He was an assistant GM for the Bills. He got hired as a GM for the Giants. Right. You know he's bringing in somebody from Buffalo. So any of those interviews are shams well, anyway. You know it's a guy from Buffalo. I want to be clear. I'm not alleging anything no. against Joe Shan. No, I, no, no, I, no. I just no. mean like... In but you know what it's gonna, the writing's on the wall. It, it plays more to your point about talking about familiarity. Of course. Well, Shane worked with Dable. Talk to him, whatever. Say, man, if I ever get a job. And we've mentioned on the podcast too. The past like three podcasts we've done, you 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 guys have both mentioned uh, like when you hire a new GM, he's gonna bring in his coach. If you have a coach already, he's gonna want to get rid of him. And say this is it's my guy. T- so you right. know, like it's and I'm not even saying it as a problem necessarily. Like right, but it's you know, okay, you brought in somebody from the Bills, you're getting another head coach from the Bills. Like and that's not necessarily a problem. Like you said, familiarity. You want the guy that you want, who you're gonna work right. with, who you have worked with before. You know, you want that relationship, like okay, but it's like, it's it's a it's a tough issue to deal with because like, like you said, you can't tell somebody not to hire somebody. You can't right. hire somebody from the Bills and say, well, you can't interview anybody from the Bills, or it's going to look too favoritism. And it even goes to the front office point: Are there a lot of African Americans in in positions? There's no owners, it, and, and you know, like Shad Khan is is 
the only, I think, I, he's not African-American, but he's, um, I, I don't know his nationality, but he's not, let's say, 100 He's, a minority, can't, he's, he's a minority not white bread, okay? Yes. Like, he's not Jerry Jones. You're going to pick out yeah. the, the difference between the two, and I, forgive me for not knowing his nationality. He's but, got a nice straight white male. But what, the, the thing is, you need people in the front office, also of color, to be able to say, hey, look, you know what? I've worked with this guy. I know this guy. I mean, the Giants had Jerry Reese, right? Mm -hmm. And they won a Super Bowl with Jerry Reese. Mm -hmm. But you don't see Jerry Reese's name being mentioned anyway. I know. Yeah. You, you, it also the other thing too is they get a chance and they don't get a second one. It takes hard. It's, it's a longer right. time for them to get a second like chance. Which I mentioned, like with Joe Judge, but also like Jason Garrett. I always think of how he gets. I know that he didn't go from a head coaching job from Dallas to the Giants, but he, they still get jobs in that sense. Mm -hmm. Whereas like right. you can you can be a coach who never made the playoffs, never won a Super Bowl, never won a big game. You get fired after being there for many years after you should have been there and then you'll still always get another job right. whether it be a lesser position but that's still a job that you might not have been qualified for mm -hmm. like i mean was the offense i know the offense didn't improve when when he was fired but it also did not improve when he was hired no, either no. so no. It, but you see it all over and i'm just bringing up names that i know but you see it all over the same faces it's like a revolving door yeah when you're in the when you're in the coach's position it, yep. Either offensive, defensive, or head coach, you're gonna just keep moving around the league in those positions. Yeah. The, the the biggest problem with this is like you're you're dealing with essentially, in in all honesty, the probably the biggest thing that faces this country right. is is this very huge topic of race. Yep. And how do you confront that without seeming like you know end racism on the back of a helmet? Right. You know, like right. that, 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 that performance. It's performative. like such an ostentatious thing. Yeah, too. it's but, so but, silly. That. You know, Stephen, the, 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 the gushers thing. When, right. You know, know, like it's like, 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 like so many companies are not equipped to deal with this because you, we, we want to look at, we got a solution. Right. But but really the that's the tip. It's a face. It's a face saver. Yeah. And racism. Well, yeah. When, when, when the when Wait. the iceberg is so much, and you can't ask this of just you know black players to have to confront, and then you can be the best of the right. best of the best and get the job. It's it's got to be nuanced, and it really needs to be discuss beyond uh oh we got a rule and, that's and the why, rule's gonna fix it and that's it's why not. the rule is so tough anyway but i get why it's in place because it's like you can't it, it's it's so tough it, yeah. it's so almost easy to look as like an owner and be like oh we'll just get more black representation as owners but it's like that's so much pressure to put on like x players and x like you know like that right. to oh just make enough money save up and then just buy a franchise <laughs> right like the, it's like, like four like, or five you, billion yeah, dollars like, if yeah. you want to say if you want to you know change the culture of it oh that's fine just get more representation right. like it's so easy there's one of 32 jobs and none of the owners have changed over the years like now the broncos are maybe going to be sold but they're all within the same families within the same friend groups within the same social yeah. and you have so to be approved by that's the but, bigger thing but that's what yeah social groups because yeah. let's be honest when you get to a level of wealth it's not that you're smarter or anything you got the connections and you've accrued right. assets right. and you've accrued generational wealth that you just can't get into hey i'm gonna be an owner by 
saving my money wisely and like to get one, into a billionaire class you have to amass like real levels of power yeah, exactly like you need to build like an empire and a lot of times it's generational your oil money rich your you know your your tech investor rich like and one you, thing that like we've mentioned before is like the bill belichick thing okay you worked you were like 10 doors down from belichick you met him once but okay you worked with belichick you're gonna get this job right but it's like the way you're talked about if you worked with belichick one way or another it's like you get the job because you were that guy you were the smart you were around that guy you knew what to do but then it goes to like in the nba when people are talking about with lebron and his ownership group though it's his posse right. it's like they're looked on so poorly right but then if you were in the within sneezing distance of belichick you deserve a head coaching you're the job. Brain trust. Yeah, you're the yeah. It's like okay, you're either in LeBron's posse or you're Belichick's like you know brain right. trust. Like you say, right. so it's it's so tough in that way too. Because when it's like when there is actual change happening with that, like LeBron maybe wanting to own a team when he's done, or now even Michael Jordan, you know, owns the Charlotte Hornets. But then it's just looked at like oh well, like look at. The, what the franchise has done, the Hornets. You know, they're right. not great like Charlotte, like that. Right. So it's like it's it's tough because. You get looked at it that way, too. Okay, if you're around Belichick, you're this... You must be one of the biggest brains in the NFL, and you deserve all these chances. But if you... You know, like you said, if you get fired and you're Brian Flores, that was your only shot. You're not getting another shot in the NFL, unfortunately. Especially with this lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah. Is he going to get... Is somebody going to hire... It's like, is somebody going to want to work for the Miami Dolphins right now? With, With these allegations maybe hanging over the head? And which even brings up another point, and then because I want to get to a couple other things, entertainment-wise. But I think if this does like come out that Ross did this, we're going to see an end to the NFL draft in like five or ten years. I th- I th- I, th- I couldn't agree with you. And more. I'll say it because for two reasons. At least as we know it. As we know for for two reasons. One, the kids in college now are getting paid. Yep with name imaging and licensing, yep. and they're going to say, hey, you know what? You're not going to tell me where I'm going to play football anymore. Because I you're know. not told that in college anymore. I know. They don't like being in Alabama one year because they're not playing it, and they can transfer, transfer to Georgia yep. because somebody's before it used to be, here's a bag of money, go buy your family a house. Mm-hmm. Now it's right on the middle of the table. And they say, here you go. With, just to cut in with that for a second, I, Steven, you probably know this player better. Did you see the guy at LSU who was dancing with? Uh, yeah, I yes. Saw that. But I love it because it's like now, okay, he's he's dancing with uh, what? What's Brian the, Kelly. Yeah, but Brian Kelly is doing all these like you know imaging videos like and yeah videos right? like you're gonna be the face of this, and the kids like yeah, but I'm going to Alabama. Right, right. He was like, like that this was is weird, dude. Yeah, yeah like, that was too weird. But that's it's like me dancing behind somebody. These videos they do, but and we've talked about name imaging and license, and I but. No, it's a good point. The, yeah, these, these kids are going to come out and say, like Eli Manning did, I'm not playing for San Diego. No. I want to go to the Giants. Here's what players realize. When they use their power, it works. Like, yeah, of course it does. And, uh, let's be clear. Tom Brady wanted some of that power that LeBron James had. Where right. to, to speak to power in the NBA, it don't matter who the commissioner is. LeBron James runs the NBA. That's right. It don't matter. And part of, not to t- I, just to touch on some of the Brady Belichick, because I think it ties in. Right. Brady wanted some of that power with the Patriots. Oh, yeah, And of he did use it towards the end with the Garoppolo thing where he went above Belichick Jimmy, and said, it's right me to Robert or Garoppolo. And, and Garoppolo was a niner in a couple of weeks. Right. For a second-round so pick, you're For gone. a second-round pick, he was out. So part of the problem with Brady and Belichick was he wanted that power. And I think why Tom Brady, who picks his words and his image very carefully in that last statement, yeah. didn't mention the Patriots. Yeah. And he loved playing for Tampa. You know why? Tom Brady was the GM. Yep. Tom Brady got his guys. He got him yep. drunk. He was the coach. Arians didn't want 
Antonio right. Brown. Nope. Tom Brady wanted Antonio Tony Brown, and Antonio Brown was and on the team. And he was the coach, too. You could and see when uh, Arians would pick a play, and Brady was like, we're not running that play. Right. You know, like, That's you could see that power. on the sidelines. You could see. You have the power that Brady had. And so and when players it. use it, it works. And you Eli mentioned... Manning was a... I'm not playing in San Diego. I'll go up there and I'll take the picture. But I am not I'm playing not a you down for San Diego. Uh, Steven, you mentioned LeBron. I just wanted to mention quickly, too, because he met, uh, his son is eventually going to be in the NBA. Like mm-hmm. That's the thing. But he already said in like a statement probably like a day or two ago, he's like, whatever. He's like, I will leave the Lakers if it means playing with my son. So he's, he's not saying, like, oh, maybe we can facilitate a trade or maybe right. I can find a no. way to. He's like, whatever team my son is on, I am going to. Too. And it's exactly. like when he left Cleveland... He was like, I'm going to the Heat. Then he's like, I'm going back to Cleveland. Now I'm going to the Lakers. He, it's not like GMs and coaches and owners who have been like, oh, maybe we can get this guy. No. It was LeBron has said where right. I'm going, and that's where he's going. He runs the league. Yes, and that's what it's going to be. When he, when his son gets in, it's not a question. It's I'm leaving the Lakers mm-hmm. for this team. It's not if the GM wants me, if the coach thinks it's a good culture, if they want me. No, I'm going to be on that team. That That's what it is. And it's like he has that power that he could do that. And I, I think that that is is the only path, well, hopefully not the only, but, but, but a path to fix this problem that we're seeing is through democratization of the players because the people at the top are going to do all they can to remain in constant. And in they the hate top. it. And the they, NBA owners and GMs, they hate it. Good. You ask them, and they talk to, you know, there's all these private surveys. They think it's ruining the league. Yeah. They hate it. They hate it because Kyrie Irving says, I'm not showing up. (laughs) That's right. Kyrie Irving says, I'm not showing up. That's right. And guess what? You know what? Ben Simmons, I don't want to play in Philadelphia. By the middle of the season, he's not going to be there. Right. Carmelo Anthony showed this too. I'm going to the Knicks at the end of the year. They wanted the, the Nets wanted the trade for him. Right. I'm not playing for the Nets when he was with the Nuggets. Yep. He got a trade to the Knicks because he wanted to go there and he said, I'm not playing anywhere else. That's probably the, the only way that we're going to see some sort of positive change to reflect the makeup of the 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 leagues itself instead of just being the, I mean, yeah. not, not to get too much, but like the owners yeah. dictating right. these people's lives. Right. Yeah. They can they can really now which have I love some it. say. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think... I love seeing it in the NBA, the NHL even. It's just starting to happen with uh, Jack Eichel being like, I don't care what you do, I'm not playing for the Sabres. And now he's not <laughs> playing for the Sabres, you know? Right. So it's like, I, I love it when... Because it, it, it started mainly the NBA, then the NFL, like right. with the players. Now, like it says, sprinkling a little bit into the MLB and the NHL but it's like I love it like let the like you said the players are the ones at the end of the day it's their bodies on the line yeah. their contracts they're playing the owners are going to be fine regardless if they go 0-16 or if they win the Super Bowl the owners are not going to change they're going to be the same right. the and players are the ones who stand to that's why I love Brian Flores for standing up because he's like yeah okay I lose I get a 100k bonus and that and then it's an excuse for you to fire me. But also, my players are competing in training camp every day to be on this roster. Why am I going to tell them, hey, right. don't don't go all in this play. And let, let them score. they care, those players that are playing, who's going to be there next year for the draft pick? They don't care. And because they may, not, they may not be there next year. That draft and pick's going to take their, their job. Careers. Exactly. Yeah, that if draft pick's going to take their that draft they put bad tape, take and If they job. put bad tape out there, That's right. and it, not every player's a star. What do they say the NFL stands for? Not for long. That's because right. your average career is three years. Yep. If you're a m- average middle linebacker who's in his fifth year on the last year of his deal, you know, 
you might not get another contract yeah. if you don't play well. That's so right. you're going to go out there and bust your ass. It's fair to say that 95% of the league is that. And of the course. 5%. That's why I'm saying that five or ten years from now, the draft is going to be totally different than agree. what it is because these guys now are paid above board in college, yep. and, and they are going to say, look, I can make a decision and go to – Team X one year. I don't like the way the coach is. I don't like my time plan. Mm-hmm. I can transfer and play right away. I can't do it for the second time, but I can do it then. So you know what? I don't want to go to Detroit. And that would hopefully generate better coaching, better people in these coaching positions. I mean, this could be Pollyanna, but that's what we'd hope. Well, and I feel terrible for this Flores guy because I think what's probably going to happen to him, he's going to be coaching Kaepernick, and he'll never get a probably, job again. Probably. And that's, that's tragic. That or or somebody's like going to be guy. brave enough to say, you know what, like a Mike Tom will say, hey, you know what, I, I know what you're talking about, dude. I, that would be like somebody that could bring him in. They haven't yeah. been like that far with Kaepernick. No, 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 no. You know, that's a just, different thing. That that Kaepernick thing, was that was above his grade. But as far as being a coaching staff, maybe Tomlin says, hey, you know what, I get what you're saying, dude. What's really bad for the NFL is this is the biggest story. This the whole right. this situation with Brian Flores, this lawsuit. This yep. is the big. This is when Goodell does his yearly conference press conference next week. That's all he's going to be asked about. Right. So it's not a. It's not like, you know, but like this is what he's going to be dealing. But with. But a lot of those pool reporters are going to be. Oh, I know. He's not going to have like regime, Mike Florio regime from friendly. Yeah, they're going to be. They got more their state TV NFL because they don't want to be never yeah. get a story from the NFL. Speaking of which, Dad, did you get our press passes so we could go and ask these tough I'm questions? I'm working on that. Okay. Well, right. I've got mine. Okay, it's Ma- Melissa. Melissa's going to be there. It's tough. Yeah, Melissa's going to be the one in there I'll asking make it questions through, don't worry, about. All right. uh, if if about anyone can, I'm always backstage that, when it comes to that. Okay, so just a question about the Super Bowl with all this: Are these two teams? Is is one of the reasons why this story? I mean, this is a very gripping story, but it, are these two teams interesting, or is it because? Oh, yeah, I mean, Dad, you correct me if I'm wrong here, but the Rams have top to bottom. You could argue a top two or three roster yeah. in the NFL. Oh, yeah. So they were maybe a, a you know. I, I did say it a little weird there. Thank you, Les, for pointing that out. A roster. They have a top two or three. A roster. A roster. A roster. Yeah. I don't know why I said it that way, but thank you for catching it. Rams are a four seed. The Bengals are a four seed. Um, but the Rams, with the 17-game season, they did have a bit of a – you know, I feel like that did skew things, but they were really in play for the number one seed. Right, um, right. You know, this, this could be Stafford's first – Super Bowl. It could be McVay's first, second time he's getting there as head coach. There's a lot of intrigue right. here, but right. I think the biggest thing for, for NFL fans is, is Joe Burrow going to take the mantle almost from, you know, I think that to me is can he set up a Bengals dynasty? Like, I think that'll be something. It's it's interesting in the year Tom Brady retires. Right. Forget, don't forget who Tom Brady beat in his first Super Bowl, the greatest show on turf, Rams, right? Correct. And now the Rams yep. are back yep. in the Super Bowl. Is Joe yep. Burrow now going to? Take this mantle that's now been left behind. I think that's what's interesting. So, so that's what's interesting to me. And I would say, you know, I think it's going to be a good game. But I think the Rams are just too. I think they have too much, too much for 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 this team. Particularly, the Bengals have not a really great offensive line, and the Rams are going to get after yeah. the passer. I think yeah. that's going to be the difference. I'm gonna say it right now. Whatever halftime show they have planned, it's not even going to touch the halftime shows I would put on. So the fact is they don't have me for halftime for Super Bowl. 
It's going to be a little bit meh. I'm sorry. You, you won't get to see me in my all, yeah, my all leather. I know you have Eminem. I know you got Mary J. Blige. I know I, I you got a whole star-studded cast here, but you don't have me. They didn't ask me this year. I don't know why. What I was totally available. Like a... Would you have uh, you like know, a little, maybe a little, maybe a little Backstreet Boys bringing it back yeah, to the days where it's like Backstreet Boys, Boys karaoke. You would have done, you know, you know, maybe a little insane, you know, the hits, the classics, the eighties. I'll get in my black leather outfits that, that that I did, you know. So nothing will touch my Super Bowl halftime. That's all I so got to we'll say leave, about that. So we'll leave the show. Who do you have? With, I know you'll do it one next episode. Right now I'm leading you're, Rams. You're leading Rams. Okay. I'm leading Rams yeah. now. I'm leading Rams. So that is our heavy, heavy show that we've done. So uh, right, well, I think we fixed it. We did uh, ev- we, everything. We we fixed everything. I think we, we, we fixed it. We fixed the we, NFL. There you go. You're welcome. We and, fixed sexism, uh, racism. You know, we've we've got it. All we've got it covered. So uh, that's our show because our mic is going out here. Mikey, thanks for working the board. Haven't seen Stephen in a while. Good to be here. And we got Zach, and Melissa, and uh, thanks for listening. And, 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 uh, and the rest. And, and the, the rest. The rest of the crew. Good job. <laughs>